Welcome to Mouth Feelings, the podcast where we talk about the stuff that goes into our mouths and the feelings that come out of it. I'm Ty Burrell. I'm Johnny Meeks. I'm Julia Meltzer. I'm Mel Cowan. I'm Joel Spence. On today's podcast, assistant to the podcast, Joel Gilman, a brand new game, a regurgitation. We are, we're, we're, are we sticking with that? Yeah. Are we sticking with regurgitation? Yeah, okay. we're, going right. with regurgitation. we're going with regurgitation. Ooh, everyone's and, turning uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> and a new uh, Facebook question. And um, a new game. Did you say that? Did you already say that? Maybe you already I did it. say yeah. a new game. Cool. We did. We yeah. Did. And I, the assistant to the podcast is the mouthfeel, right? That is right. Mm-hmm. Uh, assistant to the podcast is Mr. Joel Gelman. Talented uh, actor. Delightful human being. Yes. Second rate Joel. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Uh, Joel Gelman, pretty much the greatest person anybody's ever met. Uh, no, no follow-ups. Um, no one objected. I was on my phone. Yeah, I was no, on my phone. Did. What did you yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we all looked at our. We all looked at each other. and Went. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Uh, let's hear a little from Joel. Hey guys, it's Joel G here. Um, so there's a drink that I have a sort of nostalgic um, attachment to, and that is a brand man, a brandy Manhattan. <laughs> uh, my grandma always called them brand mans. Which is pretty great. Um, but uh, my grandparents lived in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and uh, it's sort of a weird amalgam of immigrant cultures up there Finnish and Croatians and Italians and Polish and Dutch, and all sort of moved up there um, for copper mining. And their dialect sort of evolved into a weird, like, amalgam of all those accents from those regions and basically sounds like this we went down deer camp the other day and holy oh wow, we got a six point buck a big bugger i tell you um so pretty interesting dialect and everyone up there because the winters are so harsh really needs to stay warm so almost everyone weirdly has a sauna and a bar room my, grand, my grandfather had a bar room, which he dubbed the Bullshit Bar, and um, pretty much after they retired every day at 4 p.m., they would make Brandy Manhattans and, um, and time? usually accompany Four. them with a few Miller High Lifes. Uh, Champagne and beers. And when we, would come to, when we would go to visit them, uh, we would also get cocktails Kitty cocktails, of course. Uh, my grandpa called them kitty cocktails, otherwise known as Shirley Temples. And he would sing, uh, It's kitty cocktail time. It's kitty cocktail time. It's kitty cocktail time. This is terrifying. It's kitty cocktail time. <laughs> this is 445. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the brand man brings up a lot of nostalgic feelings of being in my grandfather's bar room and hanging out with them and all their friends and listening to accordion music and harmonicas and polka and all that fun stuff. So it'll warm, uh, warm your soul and uh, warm your belly. Oh, yeah, thanks, right. Joel. Wow. Great. great. He does a, that was a great character voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I'm skeptical. It's just, I mean, like, 
It's just such a crazy accent. That's insane. <laughs> it, it, oh, that's, insane. that's Midwest. I bought it. Yeah, yeah I bought it. I bought but it. you yeah. have to, you have to, I'm like, I've never heard Joel do another accent. So is Joel just <laughs> terrible at accents? <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. I think, I think that actually is a real one. No, I, I do believe yeah. it. It's just wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, it is for sure. And that is, it is interesting that, 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 uh, it's that sort of Norwegian Scandinavian thing, but also yeah, like Croatian and Italian, yeah, yeah. and di- and did that actually like nudge the the dialect in a in a in a very specific way? Yeah, clearly it did. Shall we try this? Shall yeah, we try this too. Uh, uh, anybody have a toast for this? I don't have a Manhattan toast. Uh, well, I, just inspired by all the Northern European. We were just talking about. I just want to say skull, 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 and here's to you. New York. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a Manhattan. Both game. of those uh-huh. things. Yep. Brandy. Uh, uh, yeah. Do we find out what's in it? This is, uh, it's, it's also a nice way to get, get your fiber. Mm. Wowzy. All right. That so that's lovely. So you, you made this. Every day at four o'clock, <laughs> retirement suddenly sounds Great. amazing. I love yeah. so much about that. I'm going to need a bar room yeah. in oh. my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love kitty cocktails. Like mm, it's yeah, so yeah. sociable. Yeah. yeah. All the generations coming together. Yeah. I, I yeah. love it. Uh, my 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 wife uh her her had a very similar thing. She's from Pennsylvania, but uh her her grandparents had a bar and they always would have parties and she has all these great pictures from them like in their little plywood paneled uh, uh bar. I love and, it. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. It's what goes into this Tiberell? Uh so it's 1 ounce of brandy. One third ounce uh, sweet vermouth, a couple of dashes of bitters. Mm-hmm. This is Joel G's own very own bitter, this, bitters, right? Yeah, that's right. Joel G also just to give you a sense of how uh, ridiculously awesome Joel Gelman is, he also made the bitters, um, and it's stirred, poured into a coupe glass, and um, yeah, that's that's strong. Yeah. It's so, oh, and a cherry. cherry, yeah. cherry. No, it's also all, made it, by a friend. It is all cherries, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, Scott yeah. Ferrara. Yeah, this is a very. I like the idea the for the for the cherry. I like the idea of a a four o'clock cocktail hour, but I, it would mean that bedtime is eight. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and again, because you're, because you're retired, <laughs> that's, great. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I got nothing that's going on. Normal so. time. Yeah, and that just slowly keeps creeping back and back, so that. You're falling asleep at six, waking up at three in the morning, <laughs> and then cocktail hour is noon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, you're drinking for breakfast. So we have an accompanying uh, yeah. so, food item here. So, I'm this, this will make perfect sense when you hear yeah. what we've paired it with. Yeah, it's going to make perfect Yeah, both sense. the item and the explanation are going to blow okay. your mind. All right, so today, what we're pairing with this brand man... The uh, brandy Manhattan is a chicken salad sandwich, and the uh, reason no is yeah, no follow-ups. <laughs> the reason is the reason is apparently rumor has it that my grandfather, after uh, he and my beloved grandmother would make sweet love, he would go to the fridge and make what? a chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is happening? Cheers. Are you fucking kidding? We're eating your grandpa's buck sandwich? So so I thought if these people are retired and drinking at four, 
They're, 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 they're fucking, they're the fucking by five. <laughs> they, are, they are going to be making chicken salad It's kitty cocktail time. Grandpa and grandma are going to go bone upstairs. Da, 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 da. Was, did your here. grandpa ever explain this? Was my it, grandfather was not you? the person, never, ever spoke of this. This, yeah. this came from my dad. My dad you know, passed along this. Um, Were there family rumor. theories as to why chicken salad after... Well, Coitus? sex depletes your uh, chicken. Okay, levels. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> I like yeah. um... obviously science. Science has taught us that uh, <laughs> you lose chicken. You lose <laughs> any chicken you've got in you is it's pretty just much. gone. Yeah, I think um, making chicken salad is a good euphemism. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. particularly hey, for people who hey, are babe, over you wanna... seventy years old. Want to want to make some chicken salad? Well, first of all. Chicken salad is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. I can't even eat chicken salad and not think about sex that I just had recently. Mm. With your grandma? <laughs> With my grandma. <laughs> um, I think it actually, though, weirdly pairs. It does. You get the mildness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't, it, they're not fighting each other. I was going to say the opposite, but. Oh, interesting. Let, let, let's, let's hot take this because I'm, I'm with you. Like, I actually like the idea of a light snack with with a heavy cocktail because th- no. these are this yeah. is a serious all booze yeah not fucking around mm-hmm. cocktail and it's actually nice to have like a little nosh with it well johnny go I, ahead. I, I, don't know. I don't i don't disagree with that i just think that the the mayonnaise is not working for me with mm-hmm. the, oh, with see. the brandy flavor uh i've got a take i for me they work well is together. it a hot take yeah it could be okay to me the chicken sauce Salad sandwich does a great job, a very submissive job of laying down. Whereas the man, the the brand man, is oh, more. Where, this where, was about to be the hottest, the hottest take ever. Seems to be the more uh, an aggressive flavor, and seems to be on top. Of the chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> Joel is, Joel is uh, currently reading Fifty Shades of Grey, so everything's going to be kind of filtered I think, through that. But I, w- I want to say this, that even though I don't think, the, from a palate point of view, the flavors work together, this was totally worth it to hear that story. Yeah, and it, and it is an excellent chicken sandwich. This is, these, I believe this chicken salad was also prepared by Joel, Joel Gelman, correct? Is that right? It was. It's delicious. It really was. Is there, this any, is an all Joel so Gelman. Good. Yeah. Uh, evening, yeah. afternoon. I, you claimed that extra slice, didn't you? Extra. I did. I I will also give this to you and go make my own. There, yeah, I there's I want, more. I want a whole one. <laughs> I think yeah. I want a whole. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah. make more. Let, we're gonna yeah, make, let's make more, more sandwiches. <laughs> During a break, we're gonna make more chicken salad. Yeah, I so feel you know. that I agree with Joel that they go well together for. I think what's a similar reason, but I'm gonna say it in a more normal way. Okay, thank you. But I might not succeed. I'm going to try to say it in a more normal way. I think it's an impossible the task. sandwich is very, like, soft. Yeah. In all aspects yes. of it. And uh-huh. the drink is very hard. Hard. Hmm. And yeah, they're just, that was they much feel, better. They feel cozy together. <laughs> it's getting worse. But it's still... <laughs> just stop. Just it's stop still playing. a little... So, right, so you'd say at this point they're spooning. Like, right. <laughs> The sandwich is and really. And in a few minutes, who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll just see where everything goes. Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll all be making chicken salad. Um, Dude, uh, this, to me, this raises the question, uh, not about uh, our grandparents um, um, making babies, but 
Do you guys remember <laughs> any uh, foods or drinks from your grandparents? Uh, I, mm. You know, um, specific. My my grandmother. That what I, what I strongly associate is she would make these amazing rolls, uh, which we will absolutely do as as a as a mouth feeling at some point. Right. I'll, I'll get my mom to talk about them. It'll be it'll be great. Um, but she would also she also made homemade Coke. She oh, would wow. get she would get the syrup. Oh. Um, and I, I, I wish I knew where, where she got it. Cause at some point it was like, she didn't make it anymore. And so I think like the syrup was, was not gettable. Um, but it would always be like barely carbonated. So actually to this day, I, uh, I, I if I get like a, a, like a perfectly flat, a little bit room temperature Coke, it actually weirdly takes really nostalgic. I, I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like uh, it, ta- it takes me back to that. And then I, I also really associate like. Uh, like lunch meat, mayo sandwiches on white bread, and Pringles, uh, mm-hmm. which would like, that would be like picnic food for like when we had oh yeah, out, which is very lots nice. of food associations with my grandparents, but they were all uh, teetotalers. Hmm. Uh, which Joel's story about his his grandparents at the bar is just wild to me because mm-hmm. my uh, all my grandparents are very religious teetotalers. The exception was that um, my grandmother would put out a bottle of cream de mint with ice cream hmm. and you would pour it on uh-huh. wow. that. And it looked to a kid, it looks like green sugar syrup. So I one time took a, sh- like a slam, I poured some in a glass and drank it. And that was a rude awakening, <laughs> but you could, then you if, you, another, if you stir another. it, then it becomes kind of like a mint ice cream. It's good. Ooh, really good. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. It does. My grandma used to drink, her drink was Campari and tonic. Wow. Which looks identical to a Shirley Temple, so it was always like there was when we would be out at restaurants, which is like much of uh we would I think I've talked about this before. Like my we would yeah. get all dressed up and like right. brought in yep. to see our grandparents presented. in the city. Yeah, yeah the, presented. like the the uh, the martinis on the bar and that whole yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but when we were little, it was like it was it wasn't like cozy family time. No, it was, it was like presentation. Present, yeah, <laughs> present the offspring to the grandparents. <laughs> <Right>. Look <laughs> so at the baby. Were, yeah. <laughs> Look at this baby. Yeah, we were in restaurants a lot, and uh, and it's hard to behave in restaurants, so we would get bribed <laughs> with <laughs> Shirley Temples, and then like Is it they still would hard come... to behave in restaurants for you, Julian. I'm with... It's hard. <laughs> I agree with you. It's very hard. Uh, and but it was like this. It was just always so dramatic when all the drinks came, and there were these identical drinks, but like all the adults would be like, "Wait." <laughs> which one is which? Right. <laughs> Are you sure yeah. that's the Shirley Temple? <laughs> <laughs> because they were already drunk, right? Yeah, and, and I think like my grandma was probably less worried about a child drinking alcohol than like someone did, drinking <laughs> someone her alcohol. Drink. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. mine. That's my campari. No, 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 no. I'm just looking for my campari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give a shit about this child. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember a, um, going to when I was like twelve, going to uh, with my dad and uh, mom, and I think my brother was there. We went. In, we were in El Paso, which is where my dad grew up. Going to the church um, banquet bingo night, um, 
where there was food and drinks and you played bingo and it was like some fundraiser for the for the church and <clears throat> my dad this is how I, I would get information about my from my dad about him watching his mom drink two over the course of bingo two double vodka martinis <laughs> and we never noticed like any sort of behavioral beha- behavioral di- right. difference it was just my dad was like i can't see straight after one of those uh, but that that's the, his his parents were like old timey in that that mold of oh it's five o'clock well it's vodka time yeah. um mm-hmm. uh, but my mom's mom like food wise like I don't have any recollection of anything specific but my mom's mom was from they were from Iowa and Nebraska so it was pretty straight down the middle of the plate lots of tan and beige items mm-hmm. with yeah. a little green Ooh. and uh just shaved carrots mm-hmm. you know that kind of mm-hmm. would be the color yeah lots of potatoes that kind of stuff I, th- I feel like that type of food which was both sides of my grandparents was that type of food and it's it was food that was at one point in their lives made for a lot of people like yeah. it'd be a lot of people at the table yeah it was farm. sort of bulk food with not a maybe not a crazy amount of money but then it was just sort of reduced at a certain point to to your dinner table. Yeah. So it'd be like what would have been potatoes for fifteen people on a, on a farm is now mm. the same potatoes in a smaller <laughs> bowl. Yeah. Or it's the so, same, or, or maybe it's the same number of potatoes. Like yeah, you're still yeah. expected to eat like a like a farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense because like the the social events or like the events would be like church related. Yeah. Or like potluck. or yeah, like a potluck. <clears throat> Or it is like, yeah, you're going to work, so you need mm-hmm. starch and and mm-hmm. carbohydrates. So, uh, um, so yeah, they're yeah. they're they're not worried about presentation. They're not worried about no. a, pop, a pop of color. Plus, they don't understand health. <laughs> <laughs> Those dummies. <laughs> they just like our knowledge of what is healthy has changed so much over the years since they've yeah. you know they yeah. were cooking. So weirdly, though, I feel like we're kind of coming back to where they were in some ways. Like there was that period in the middle when it was all. Uh, processed foods and right yeah yeah you're right there, there's a big difference between like farm food that was like essentially ver- versions of made from scratch and yeah, yeah maybe they're making with lard or whatever but like yeah. it, it wasn't necessarily processed to the 50s 60s 70s where everything was yeah. like n- you know it was just varying d- degrees of nuked things that could have been served in space yes <sighs> by the space. way that's a great way to just think about food <laughs> yeah. things that could be served in space <laughs> that's a future episode way in the future like in space (laughs) all right should we uh take a break let's take a break we'll be right back with a regurgitation (laughs) we're we're gonna work on that we're gonna work people are gonna think we're throwing up hello puppies if you have a particular mouth feeling that is a food or drink item that elicits feelings and memories from your life and you'd like for us to have it on an episode where we eat or drink and talk about it please send an email to mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com now, well, let's get back to it, shall we? <laughs> Everyone's too full of chicken salad to talk. <laughs> we are, we are, we're back from break, and we're currently enjoying our second chicken salad sandwich. Everyone had a had a half, and it was so good. We went back for more. Now we understand why Jerry Burrell <laughs> went to the fridge. Mm-hmm. After, after making having, sweet oh we should confirm sweet. during break we all had sex oh yeah oh, we yeah, all yeah, had yeah, sex yeah, yeah. yeah. We went to the fridge 
after having relations with the love of his life and took some chicken salad mm-hmm. and put it on some white bread yeah. and sat staring at the moon <laughs> with gratitude. Yeah, both for the relations and the chicken salad. That's right. Grandma grandma was upstairs, not satisfied. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) Not uh, staring at the moon. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Reading Reader's Digest. (laughs) Uh, We are back with a regurgitation. And this, much like. Explain this. Much like, um, uh, uh, would you slather? Do not send notes about this name. Because we nailed it. Well, mm-hmm. we're uh, confident in it, and we believe it's perfect. <laughs> okay. okay. Regurgitation is an idea from a Facebook question. Yes, and the uh, Facebook question from um, was, uh, w- what's a food slash food combination you hate that everyone else loves and why? And from David Petrarca, hey David, he sent us a photo, like an old-timey, Looks like 1950s, 1940s photo of a food item called ham banana rolls, which was, um, and we'll post this picture. Uh, We'll also post the picture of our version of it. Yeah. It's staring at us right in the face. This Mm -hmm. is, uh, go ahead and and describe it, Ty, please. Uh, Well, our version of it is... uh, Okay, maybe we should go with the, the original, and then we'll describe it. Yeah, what, what okay. was the original? The original has... But this was, I should also mention, this was last week. Well, I guess we don't need to do time. Uh, a previous episode, mm-hmm. uh, someone brought up this recipe, and I vowed to make that recipe, which thus thus began regurgitation. To be clear, we did not ask him to do that. No. He and, stared at us each in the eyes and said, yeah. I will yes. make that. Is this yeah. something from your past as well? No. Okay. All right. So these are bananas. The the original ham banana roll recipe is bananas. Uh, you put some, you slather a little mustard on it, and then you wrap some ham around that, and then you pour from the picture. Uh, and this took some clear, uh, closer look. You pour cheese sauce all over that. Now to what we have tonight. Yes. So we have a variation on that because we did not, I did not have Velveeta. I did not, in my defense, I did not read the recipe. <laughs> Let me be the first to say yeah. I was last to Let know. the court show. <laughs> I uh, did not prepare. Uh, no, the recipe, to my understanding, was uh, ham, bananas, and mustard, which seemed plenty to me. Yes, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> but uh, uh, upon arrival, realized there was cheese involved. So I made two versions. One of them is a banana wrapped in a black forest ham uh, with mustard on it and some uh, what is essentially pizza cheese sprinkled over the top. <laughs> now, the other one... Pizza cheese. So that's the one that I think, you know, will probably be, you know, it will be exciting. It will be a food adventure. The other one, I have a... Tr- I, I want to almost say I'm cocky. I have a tremendous amount of confidence that it's going to taste good. It's just bananas, ham, and the cheese. Okay. Oh. Okay. No mustard. No yeah. mustard. You can tell. So there's some mustard ones. Let's pass it around. Go ahead now, and take one of each. I will be very thrilled to be proven wrong. I, mm. because I, I'm excited for the mustard. Yeah. I'll have to tell you that. I think with, we have a different banana. idea about this. <laughs> what, what's your idea? That I want the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, is your idea that you would just like some mustard? <laughs> uh, maybe compared to what I'm about to eat. 
there's something about uh, and I know we're sort of speculating on the uh, the time of this food, but when you look at the picture, you will, I think you'll agree this is probably somewhere in the 50s. I like to think of this as like a post atomic era food. Like this is this is mm-hmm. something that we we were like mm-hmm. we were looking to science. We figured like we could smash things together in ways yeah. that had never been done before and and make amazing things happen, mm-hmm. like the atom bomb. And they were like, okay, great. Great. That we, so we took that mindset and we're just jamming things together yep. willy-nilly in the spirit of adventure. Like we're on our way to the moon. Yep. This is a stepping stone to that. This is, this now, is, what's this so is, crazy about putting ham on a banana? There's a man on the moon. Right. <laughs> we can do anything. Why are you arguing with me right now? Neil Armstrong is on the moon. He's playing golf on the moon. Of course I'm going to put ham on a banana with some cheese and some mustard. All it's right. my God-given right as an American. Help. Okay. All, right. All right. And this is also comes from Chiquita Banana, by the way. Thank you, Chiquita, for the recipe. For your non-sponsorship. Thank, thank okay. you for your... The, what are we eating first? first? Yeah, with, uh, yeah. Let's go with the mustard yeah. first, I think. Okay, so right? we're, go, we're going with the full... Let's go with the challenge. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, hmm. I like it. It's pretty great. I'm uh, surprisingly not totally on board with this. You're I'm not. fine with it. I'm fine. You're fine? Yeah. Not crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm 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 I I enjoyed I do enjoy that. I'm, I <clears throat> yeah. I'm yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'd say my my the chunk of banana that I just happened to pick was a little bit mm-hmm. larger uh than so my I think my my ratio was a little off. Um I got a lot of mustard though. Which I, yeah, which I, I like. Too. I mean, basically, I like all these things. And yeah. it, it, it kind of, it, it reminds me actually of like a, uh, like a, like a seventh grade lunch, like, like a lunch that my dad would, would pack for me. Cause it's like, it's the lunch meat plus, plus a banana. I th- yeah. Plus, yeah. So it's like, it's just like, that, that's like, that's a fine mouthful. I I'm feel like, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm hesitating to say this because of what this means. Uh-oh. This has huge <laughs> implications, but I think we're going to have to have another regurgitation with cheese sauce because the the addition uh-huh. of Velveeta melted cheese is going to. And I'm not saying I'm excited about that at all. In fact, I think I'm do scared you, of. Do that. you vow to make it? <laughs> do you look us in the eyes and <laughs> no, vow to make? No, no, no. But I think that because I don't really the cheese that we have here is just it more of a texture. It doesn't come thing. through. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But That's true. The idea, and I'm already not on board with this 100%. Adding cheese sauce on it would be frightening. I guess I'm curious. Okay, so here, here would be my counterpoint to that. Okay. Uh, first of all, having had both now, yeah, I, I, I feel I, very, very strongly, very strongly. Say it. Just I'm say cry- what you're I mean, you, you <laughs> yeah. guys can see this. I'm crying pretty hard. Uh, that the banana ham. And cheese is delicious. Okay. Uh, and that the cheese is the least important part of that. This yep. is my counterpoint. Yep. That it's really the ham and the fruit, sort of like prosciutto and melon, that really does work. I, the mustard, I am, I, I, I enjoyed in the way that you just said, I like all those things because my palate is not very subtle. I like mustard. I like cheese. I like ham. I like bananas. But do I love, would I come back to... Uh, banana ham, mustard, and cheese. Probably not. Would I come back to banana ham and cheese? Mm. 
Yes, I would. I oh, think wow. I think I'm on the same. Like the banana and ham is f- good for me. I think that's kind of nice. The cheese is just a texture thing. The mustard confused me. Mm. I have, I had one overwhelming thought mm. while I was eating both of these. I need to get out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What has happened to bring me to this point? No, the thought was why. Yes, because it. It tasted a lot like a banana. This and that just Mm -hmm. that you barely tasted the ham. I feel like this would be a way to get a child who doesn't like ham to eat Mm. some ham. Mm. (laughs) Who's who's a child that you've got to trick into eating ham? But wait, let me ask you this. Oh, okay. That was with the mustard or with both? Both. I mean, the mustard was like the mustard really like not overpowered, but made its presence known in a way that felt I was just like these are a lot of different tastes and the the no mustard version I like was fine yeah but just but uh, still I don't know what it is but you were sort of like get rid of the banana why is the banana here messing up this party because the banana I just want the ham and cheese is that yeah or just a banana or it right. was like I, you, the banana overpowered the ham so much that I'm like, you might as well just eat a banana and then just eat a piece of ham. Would you say that the banana was assertive and the ham was submissive? Or no, like, no. Say, I would not mustard. say that. What? No? Okay. <laughs> was the so the mustard was really driving the train? I think that Mel, that you hit it on the head with what this experience was like. It would be like uh, missing lunch in seventh grade. Because you were in detention. Wait, in your Johnny, own. are you talking? You're telling us a little bit about your yeah. Past? Because maybe you threw fireworks at Mrs. Bernard, the French teacher. <laughs> okay, and you had For to talking so much French. <laughs> had to do a lunchtime detention. Okay, hey, idiot! And, this is America. <laughs> Mrs. We, or should I say, suck on these bottle rocks? Or should I say, Mrs. Bernard. Bernard. Hey, Miss Bernard, we're on the moon. We put a man on the moon. Stop speaking French. But these fireworks. You took your lunch bag and you just, because you only had two minutes, just smushed everything together and just crammed it in your mouth. Uh huh. You ate the paper bag too. Just, yeah. 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 For that reason, it just felt like nothing ever came together. So your, like a your lunch connection. Your lunches mm. were a bag of ham, a banana, and some mustard in another yeah. bag. Yeah. <laughs> By the I, way, for, forced connection mm-hmm. is what I yeah. would call yeah. banana, ham, mustard, yeah. and cheese. I will and say, yeah. most of your ever, relationships <laughs> and my <laughs> and my life. I will say, I'm not going to eat any of this ever again. But if if you force me to, I would take the one with the mustard. I did like oh, that hint. Yeah. Really, I, I, I like the acid. I like the vinegar Same. part of it. I would do that again. the The other one was too. Uh, I don't know. Cloying? There was yeah. This there was nothing spe- separate ways. Yeah, there was nothing special not about the not ham enough. banana. Yeah, uh, and for the record, um, they were just sort of holding their hands on top of each other. Well, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I I agree that the 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 ham and banana wasn't bad. It was just that that and I had that second. I had the mustard first, but the mustard like it was a it was a thing. Like you, you had like a little little bit of bite. And tang to it. Yes, I the acknowledge one... the good gentleman from Texas, <laughs> but I would like to state for the record that I will revisit banana ham and cheese as its own food entity, and that it is worth it. I think the the ham and melon. I think ham and banana could be right next to it, and it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be weird. 
Can I pitch something? Yeah. This is to our uh, chef listeners that have received at least one Michelin star. <laughs> if, so so if you, in the hundreds. In the... <laughs> I'm interested in a version of this that's a plantain that's been mm. prepared the way we like plantains, fried. <laughs> uh, Maduros. <laughs> like some kind of Serrano ham. Yes. Uh-huh. And then like a, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking someone else to finish the thought. Uh, but, but you're yeah. asking for mustard. I, yeah. yeah. I, I would, I would add a making Yeah. 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 Which I, yeah. Which is, I think that's actually what we got excited about it yeah. last week. Uh, and, and I would say that the, the other thing that I would add is that this is about ratio. I think the, 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 the fact that it's a big chunk of banana wrapped in a thin, slice of ham yeah is it's call. too much banana to ham <laughs> it is want, too much banana to ham. i want more, i want more ham yeah. slightly so like maybe like a slice of banana yeah. wrapped but let's let our chef listeners right. I'm, okay I'm, while we're, we're getting creative star. while we're getting creative while we're getting creative with banana ham uh combination one i do want to say i think the cheese the Velveeta is gonna a, i'm interested to revisit it with that also I think it's going to be a game changer. Two, what about um, a quiche with Whoa. these ingredients? Whoa. Wait. Like a pastry? Like Wait. a pastry. Where does the banana go? Like the bananas? I don't know. Baked? Well, bananas. people have said banana and scrambled eggs in the previous um, yeah. iteration. In that yeah. quiche, Very it would be the pastry dough, yeah. uh, egg, banana, ham, cheese, and once again... We come to, do you add the mustard or do you not? In a quiche, I'd say no, but I would replace it with some sort of uh, 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 like a like a spice that's got like an herb that's got a little oomph maybe, to maybe it. Maybe chili pepper. Ooh. Oh, a, chi- a chili and quiche. And I this also got bold. thinking I've... that temperature could improve that. Yeah, cold. Get, get it really get cold. Get it freezing cold. If Guy had a creme brulee torch, you'd be talking <laughs> yeah. differently. No, are you right? talking cold or hot? Fried banana. Uh, I'm talking fried yeah. banana. Yes. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah. and like a, a foster. nice, very like thick, hot piece of like <sighs> oh, a little foster. Foster that. Christmas ham. Foster that. Yes. Yes. Mom? Yeah. yeah, you get, yes. you get yeah. a little caramelized. Maybe a country yeah. ham. Very yeah. salty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm At always going to prefer a plantain in this preparation. I'm not a fan of bananas. Mm. Fan of bananas? You're not yeah. a fan of bananas? I would call this dish cheap ass Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. It is. There's like, a Hawaiian it's pizza. North like Dakota. It's like if, if there's a version of like what's the Hawaiian version of Prim Nevada on the on the way to Vegas? Like if if there was just like an extra shitty island between LA and that you Hawaii, have to cross on the border. Just, it's like, hey, we could stop. Do you want to stop and get fucked up and like play some some Kino? Welcome to Barstow Island. Barstow Island. <laughs> the Hawaii of Nevada. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you, cause it's just because the plane ran out of gas and the pilot yeah. has to pee. And yeah. in there, and I'm going to go back to it one more time. Are they serving this with mustard? Or <laughs> I, I think they are yes. definitely serving No, this they're with not. Yes. No. Yes. no, they're not. Mustard yes. isn't Hawaiian. Not Hawaiian. Okay, uh, banana daiquiri. Garnished with a piece of ham. Oh, I like the way. Okay, like (laughs) yes, like a chunk of ham. Yes, that might be the winner. Oh, it's on a toothpick. Yeah, garnish. Yes, yes. Maybe. uh, (laughs) What about uh, bacon? Maybe like a little piece of like really good bacon. Of course. Damn it. Yeah. No mustard. I'm mad that we don't have this right now. (laughs) 
God damn it, Joel Gilman. Why couldn't your special oh. memory been about banana daiquiris with ham in it? <laughs> All right. And a, should, and a shitload of cheese. And a, well, obviously a shitload of cheese. We should move and on maybe to mustard. ask a question, I think. Joel. Yeah. Are you in the command center? Yeah. What do you need? <laughs> what do you and ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Mouth Feelings, please go to our, if you have time. I don't want to force you to do anything. Mm-hmm. We have a Mouth Feelings Facebook page. Please go and like it. We will like you back. People have or, time for this. I mean, honestly, after church or in between bowling sets. Before yeah. church. Before church. Before those bowling sets. Yeah. Those are lots of options. So our new Mouth Feelings podcast question, what is the strongest drink that you love? The drink that, you know, gets you there quickly. Got a story with it? Strategy? Please share. All right. Thank you, all your list, all the listeners, for responding. Billy Merritt, friend of me of the podcast. My favorite drink to make as a bartender. This doesn't quite answer the question because he's serving it; he doesn't consume it. Okay. But uh, my favorite drink to make as a bartender back in the day was a pan galactic gargle blaster. Oh. Referenced from the Hitchhiker's Guide to uh, oh, wow. the Galaxy, mm-hmm. I responded mm-hmm. with, "What's in it?" And <clears throat> hold on to your hats, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four parts Midori melon liqueur. Four parts. Oh my gosh. Any recipe that starts with four parts Midori. Yeah. I mean, honestly, four parts anything. Yeah. We're, yeah. We already, you're at the end of your drink. Yeah. <laughs> You've we've, got your four parts. We've crossed some sort of drink Rubicon. Yeah. All right. Four parts Midori melon liqueur. One part 151 Bacardi rum layered on top, served in a martini glass. Light on fire. Take a maraschino cherry with stem, spin it into the drink. It should look all green with a blue flame. And if you spin the cherry just right, it will look like a little planet in the middle of the drink. Very strong. Tastes like NyQuil. Oh, my goodness. This was a specialty drink I would serve to people on their birthdays or if they were being obnoxious at the bar. It looked so pretty but tasted horrible. So he didn't quite read the question, but but it's a good story. Why not just one big part of Midori (laughs) instead of four... Small parts. Well, it's all about you know. It's all about ratios, Ty. You should know that. I just feels like a long way to go for a bunch of Midori. Kind of. You gotta stop. You go. I did my first one. I'm gonna do my second part. It's four twenty-five percents of Midori. Yeah, exactly. Let's do one whole Midori. Four quarters of Midori. Yeah, Julia. Do you have any response from the Malfeelings Facebook page? Yeah. (laughs) Well, only one person responded. So, guys. Like this Facebook page. Actually, a lot of people responded to last week mm-hmm. after yeah. we recorded. It's a better question. I don't know if we want to go back. I don't know. Anyway, Tony <laughs> Muschietti says, Wild I'm Turkey. I'm joking, Joel. <laughs> Wild no. Turkey 101. Tony Muschietti, our only Thank respondent. You, Thank you, Tony. Our first responder. First responder. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Wild Turkey 101 was my favorite in my early 20s. I would sometimes pour it into empty five-hour energy bottles so I could discreetly take shots in public. There's the strategy aspect. That Whoa. is so wow. fucking smart. Tony Muschetti? 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 I think it's Muschetti. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Tony, that's very, very smart. And I'm assuming you're either at the top of your profession or... Or at the very bottom <laughs> uh, due to that lifestyle choice. Either way, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> you've, you've achieved something. Uh, uh, this Facebook question really comes from our drink tonight, which is this uh, brand man. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that that is an interesting i think there's a there's an interesting uh take on strategy for if you were if you you know you're starting at four mm-hmm. there these people were starting at four four mm-hmm. seems really early <laughs> yes uh <laughs> yeah uh, though really fun if you're mm-hmm. retired but would you start with this type of a drink for your four o'clock if you had no nothing to do the next day and you don't uh, because you're because retired. you're retired do you start with uh brand man i think you start you big s- I you think do you, I, like i think there's something to be said for <clears throat> if in this scenario uh uh where where you know the Grim Reaper can take you at any time. <laughs> you know. He's just waiting. He's waiting at the top of the stairs for you to come back up uh, at five o'clock post kitty cocktails. Just, yeah, get into it. Fuck it. But are you asking about old people or just anybody? anybody? Yeah. So I think Joel has the best take on this, which is if bedtime is at eight o'clock, for sure, start with this. Sure. But if bedtime is like for a normal person, yes. two or three in the morning, then <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, we were with you. Yeah, and now we're. Then not. I'm not starting with a brand man. I'm starting with a a beer, a cerveza. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, that, would, that, that you, would be my take too. Your first beer. Yes, um, I am. I am a. Uh, but let's 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 all go around and answer this question. Though. Yeah, what is the drink if you want to get there fast? Like if you want to, like, right, oh, right, I right. need that buzz soon because i'm going into a job interview right. <laughs> I, I gotta ha- i gotta fit so. it in, into a five-hour energy bottle um i would say for me anyway it is a um it's a martini yeah i'm yeah, with you on that one gin, for me it's a martini. gin martini yeah. with a twist yep. uh, but yeah yep. i've also seen you uh have a cesarec or a view correct haven't you started sometime with yeah, uh occasionally or yeah. Negronis are Negroni, great, that's the uh, one, yeah. Apertif. But uh, if for some reason you're in a particularly festive mood... Yeah, Martini. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that martini it's man. the gin martini. What do you guys think? I, I almost always go for a Manhattan. Uh, if, 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 we're, if, we're, if we're boozing, it's... it's, it's uh, Is that for how long have you uh, been in that zone? Oh, like, are you talking about like what I would have done in college? It would have been... It, well, let's say like been, Manhattans been, didn't cool. become part of my... Uh, drinking vernacular, vernacular, like yeah. till like six years, seven years ago. I knew they existed, but I just yeah, never started yeah. No, I, I think I actually started drinking Manhattans with you guys. Yeah, Aww. same. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, after we got arrested, Man- Manhattan, or yeah, after we got arrested, uh, it was a good time. Um, or or a uh, margarita, like uh, uh, like a margarita is such a nice even. So okay, but yeah. And in fact, there. I'm actually going to amend amend it because, and I will say because Manhattans. I've had more bad, like actually, like this is a bad Manhattan than bad margaritas. But I've also I've I've had a lot of like middle of the road margaritas, but those are still like pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like a bad Manhattan is it's like, bad. It's bad. It's like oh, send, send it back. I feel the opposite. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A bad margarita would be very bad to me. Yeah. No, and I've had bad margaritas. Yeah. We grew like up I've, on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, no, your I've, body is acclimatized to them. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's it's like hot weather. I can I can deal <laughs> yeah. with a shitty margarita. I can like I can just go. All right. This is fine. But but I know what you mean. Like yeah. a, a bad margarita is still like get rid of it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, um. What's your uh, yeah? What's your if story? you want to get there fast? Okay. First of all. <laughs> I take issue with the premise of this question. <laughs> I don't think 
we should ever be trying to get there fast now that we are grown ups (laughs) and we can be drinking at any time we want to if we so choose. So there's no reason to need to get there fast. Like what this question reminds me of. So I guess my answer is an entire Aquafina bottle full of vodka because this (laughs) question reminds me of being in high school. (laughs) Have I talked about my insane high school parties on the podcast? Yeah. So you had to like pregame them like wild because there was going to be no alcohol for the rest of the night. So, but you've never so said, "Oh, I need a stiff drink right now." Like going into every like day, a- Joel. Yeah. But <laughs> okay, well, what do you think? No, 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 no. I think I, uh, I get whatever I feel like drinking, but it's always like the, when I'm like, "Oh, I gotta get there fast." It's always almost always at a wedding or at a yeah. party yeah. I don't yeah. want to be yes. at, yes. Right. Yes. Okay. and it's just not a good place to be in. But what right. do you get? So, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. So that, you're that, right. But what do you right. get? So, so yeah. I guess honestly, I get. I would get white wine. Okay. I would drink oh. it. I would get two white wines. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to the question is just two, two of white wines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then drink those as quickly as you can. Yeah. Then get back in line. Because yeah. it, it gives you something I, to do. I totally, I totally get what you're saying, though. Yeah. The, the the premise of this question is almost predated to a time. I mean, there there I guess are I meant more stiff drink. I guess yeah, no, but yeah, but the there's there are the times though now where you do feel like I think it feels like to me it's like festive, mm-hmm. like when you're like you're in that mood. Yeah, where, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or I could say say like a a work cocktail reception or something like that yeah. where you want to be lubed up just a little bit before you go in right mm-hmm. what's that what's I, that drink Wait, before you go ways. in so I mean, you're, you're drinking this in the parking lot no, or no, no, in no. the elevator out of your five-hour energy I'm, I'm imagining the bar is outside and you walk yeah. into the room I, okay. I also like the idea of um things that you don't really want to be at yeah yeah that yeah. like in yeah. general this is a very good question for things that like you just w- wish you didn't have to be there. Right. Um, Which for me is most things. Yeah, me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, me and too. I, I guess I don't, like I'm not in that place. I'm usually like, well, how do I get out of here um, as soon as possible? And getting oh, drunk I'm a, gr- a grown-up, so it's I like, leave. Yeah. Uh, getting, well, you turned my theory back on me. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like I think that's, like I, I don't like getting, this may shock everybody in this room, I don't like getting drunk. Maybe everybody's the same place. Like I don't like that feeling. Yeah. So, but I I like getting close to that feeling. Right. Um. And sometimes you have a limited amount of time, and I don't know. I think there's, I I do like that idea of like one drink that'll that'll take care of you. Like I well, guess there, there's... the answer for me truly then is any drink except for beer. A beer is the only thing that I wouldn't drink one of and be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Because a beer, like a single beer is for, for us at a certain level of drinkingness is not going to get you over that hump of, well, I got to be at this thing for another, let's say hour and a half. So I'm, I'm going to, or two hours, like the, the wedding example, you can't leave. You got it. Right. You got, you got to do it. Right. You do want something that's like, okay, look. These weddings I'm, are terrible. These wedding, weddings are the worst. Um, but what, yeah, so what you want is something that's going to actively like push you to the point where it's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'll fun. dance with these strangers. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll make a little chit chat with this right. fucking in-law that I don't care about. Why are you pointing at it's, me? I'm pointing at you. You know, you know why I'm pointing at you. 
but but yeah, like but you, you're you're not looking to maintain. You're looking to punch through a little. Yeah, bit. that's true. Yeah, like how do you enjoy? A place how do you go. enjoy life how do you get to that buzz also question. this is not a commentary on weddings so many of you have had lovely Lo- lovely weddings really really every lovely. one of but your weddings has been great it's just nothing but lacroix <laughs> yeah just nothing but mm-hmm. soda water mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's um, the sign of a great wedding yeah ice water <laughs> i'd like to read a couple more of our listeners uh james ashcroft aaron seduced me, his wife aaron seduced me over long island iced teas back in the day Oof, wowzy mm. Sean Ryan. Okay, I'm going to need some help on this, but this is a big old explanation. Serrano, habanero, jalapeno, diced, muddled in a, is it a mocajete? Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. So muddled it, in a mocajete. Yeah, this is, is not a, a this is not a drink. It, it's, We're not it's, a, it's a uh, clay pot. Okay. It's like, like it's the like mortar, muddle, mortar and pestle. Mortar pestle. Uh, muddled in a mocajete with three ounces of stoli hot, strain, and add to three ounce... Three ounces more stoli in a shaker. <laughs> shake over ice. So many parts of stoli. So many parts of stoli. <laughs> Pour equal parts uh, gosling Six ginger beer. Into a glass made of stoli. <laughs> and infused a vodka concoction over ice. Drink and enjoy. Huh. Oh so, my so, God. so they, Serrano, like the, the, all, the, all the peppers are muddled uh-huh. with uh, some hot stoli. Okay. Maybe that's the spice? I, I'm assuming it's, it's, it's like a stoli. Like, yeah. yeah. And you strain that and add three ounces more stoli in a shaker, shake wonder, over I'm, ice. I wonder if it's regular stoli or stoli hot. Whatever. I think he's implying that he's it's adding more to hot. regular stoli. Right, stoli. Oh, yeah. no. Three ounces of hot, three ounces of regular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shake over ice and then pour equal parts uh, ginger beer and infused vodka concoction over ice. So you're taking both of those yeah. things, ginger beer and... I was- very, very not on board until the ginger beer, at which mm-hmm. point I became very, very ginger on beer board. Is yep. There was no a, middle ground. Yeah. You, no. Were, no. you were on the shore. You were way inland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, ginger past. beer came and you swam miles. So you got in a hovercraft. I catapulted to get on board. out to yeah, get on board. Out, out to sea. Yeah. Uh, and I had the same exact reaction because the only thing I was like, I'm curious about the pepperness of it. But as soon as he said vodka, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, but for some reason, spicy vodka plus ginger beer. I think those I, I'm, will I'm dance in, together. I'm intrigued. In I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. I do believe who's, you are right, my friend. Whose recipe is this? Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan. Respect. Well, creator Sean. creator Respect of the shield. Bra- uh, Brandon Moynihan. Death in the afternoon. It's called. Champagne and absinthe. <laughs> right drunk. Oh. Edit sober. He says. Oof. Nah, that, that's a, that's a hard, hard, angry pass. <laughs> angry, like, hard, angry pass. If someone, if is there someone, any other? And how dare you? It's, it yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a no. I don't want that. And also, death in the afternoon. Death in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like like a, a Hemingway. It does a um a Ray, uh, Chandler level. It sounds pretty yeah, true. pretty. I think it's, it's the evil twin of the Aperol Spritz. Kind the of, evil yeah, twin, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The Mr. Hyde. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds it's pretty, the, the it sounds brother. pretty awesome, though, in the sense that, like, that's an original thinker to me. Like, <laughs> yes. that's a person who's like, I want to read whatever the writing is because he's making a drink that I n- didn't think was possible. You're going to have. And we live in a time when people are on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're gonna have to deal with like like looking at his pages just covered in vomit. <laughs> <laughs> the handwriting's gonna be very bad and like satanic symbols. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck it, I'll try it. All right, Tony M. Borders, uh, bourbon strategy: put ice in a glass and pour bourbon over it. Yep. <laughs> Mm. Yep. I disagree yeah. with the strategy. <laughs> oh. uh, are, you, are you a no no ice and bourbon? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that seems like a great strategy. <laughs> it's one we're pretty familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, two more. Alice Venables, Lafroig neat. Oh, so good. Good strategy. Oh my gosh. What is Lafroig? Scotch. It's, it's, a, a, it's a very crazy, smoky, smoky very scotch. Oh. It is. It is it's, uh, salty. It's it's a, it's a little salty. Is it also? A sp- is it a space side? Does anybody I don't know? think it is a space side, but it is no. salty, and I would say it's like it's like, like a medium peat or maybe even uh, light peat. Mead peat. It's very mm-hmm. smoky. Mead to light peat. Mm-hmm. Oh, super smoky. Lafroig is considered a light peat. I think so. But if, compared oh, to something like Oban, it's it's. It's oh wow! Well, I don't know shit about scotch. I will say this: it is the. I know f- less than shit about scotch because you were at least like taking that information. Yeah. In. You know, I, I was I don't like, know what are we talking about? <laughs> There's a guy named Pete in Scotland. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about scotch either, but I know that that uh, whiskey is the float in an amazing drink called the penicillin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. made by Sam Ross, and uh, th- that is it is the most amazing it's smoky great. waft. Yeah, and and the 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 name is not terribly inaccurate. Like if it, I, I have been at bars where it's like ah, I'm feeling like I've got like, like a little little throat, a little cold, a little something. And I've seen penicillin on the menu, and whether it's just like a little bit of an auto suggestion kind yeah. of thing, I'll drink it, and it's like I don't feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel worse. I don't feel worse. Uh, Sue Peavy. Well, it's she just uh, Yorkshire tea. And she just said, "Does this does tea count?" Sue's oh, great. Sue. She's 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 having some fun. Loving Sue. <laughs> Hashtag I love a strong drink. Hashtag Cuppa makes my day. George Bryan Spielvogel, Long Island iced tea. Fell asleep on the D train going home. Missed my stop. Got off and ran across the tracks. Oh, to the other side no. and got on the next train. Do not do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. The listeners at home, don't. That is liquid do that. stupidity. I, I, Long Island iced teas, uh, I, uh, I, I used to have um, Long Island iced tea races with, with a friend at uh, a little cat and fiddle in Hollywood. And it was when Ooh. I was, <laughs> it, this is years ago. I was, I was a PA on, on a, uh, on a short lived reality show. And this is my boss. Uh, um, and we, we would show up and, and th- this actually was like a getting there kind of thing. And it, we would, like both get tall Long Island iced teas, which are is basically if you don't know a Long Island iced tea, it's basically all the liquors. Just put them in and you drink them all. And we would. Is there any tea in it? Ch- tea? No, no. no. The, the 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 color <laughs> is like a dash of Coke or something. Okay, because it is a brown yes. color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and we would race to the bottom of them. And uh, there have been a bunch of times uh, where I slept in my car and did the thing where you put your uh, keys under your car. So if the cops come by and knock on your your window, you're like, I was not going to drive home because my keys are outside my my, my car. Mm. Uh, it was not a great time for <laughs> those, me. Personally. Those days are behind you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think the night that I had Long Island Island iced teas for the only time was, I remember driving home and I was fine, but I do remember I was I had borrowed my dad's jacket, and like it was like a members only type jacket. This was a long time ago, 
and I was smoking <laughs> in my car because I was fucking cool. Um, and the window was open, and it's one of those beautiful Texas nights that are warm, but a breeze is like perfect. Like it's, it's like so nice. And I was driving with one arm on the wheel, and I looked over to my arm, and my arm was on fire. <laughs> my, my coat, my dad's coat. It was like it was a flame. So I had a cigarette in my left hand on the the driver's side window, and ashes just blew off into my. And I was like, and I think I put my cigarette in my mouth and was just kind of slapping while driving, and everything was fine. But my dad had a burnt hole in it, and I was like, sorry, I was just dancing, dancing, and someone was smoking. And I, he hit me with the cigarette, and sorry. And he was like, "I buy it. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. He, Checks I, out." I you think, were dancing. <laughs> yeah. Liar. Show me. There were lots. Of, yeah. <laughs> how? There's dancing a how? What kind of dance? <laughs> was it? I'll the put hustle? on the cure. How are you dancing? Yeah. <laughs> there's quite a. I think there's oh, a. Oh, very nice. There's a few <laughs> stories back then where I was like, I knew that he went sure. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And didn't like no follow ups. Yeah. It's like I'm not. He was young once. It's time for best thing, everybody. What's your best thing, Joel? Um, my best thing uh, was today I was in my studio uh, making music for like an uninterrupted uh, period of time, which is so nice. And um, I can kind of lose track of time uh, in there. And it's, it's nice to do that. So that was my best thing. It's nice. Uh, Mel, what's yeah. your best thing? Um, so my best thing is uh, my wife and I are going to uh, Lisbon in uh, over Thanksgiving, which is fun. So we're starting to plan that. And uh, this trip started out as just the two of us uh, because we found these uh, great cheap tickets. And uh, it is now grown to uh, her parents are going uh, and my mom and my sister are going. So it's 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 going to be a big fun family trip. We're going to wow. you know, like my mom and, si mm. and sister are going to. Uh, and Katie and I are all going to get a place together. We're going to be in Lisbon for a week, and uh, it, we're we're excitedly putting all that together. And and my wife is a, a, a great planner, so she's she's losing her mind with joy <laughs> over and planning the, it all out. Yeah, oh yeah, over yeah. the pro the prospect of of a week in Lisbon. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I'm excited to, uh, for this for this trip. It's going to be great. Um, uh, but but honestly, what, what I would say, so I'm excited for this trip. Um, uh, but honestly, the best part of it is how excited my wife is about the prospect of the trip. Hmm. Uh, uh, there's nobody in the world who gets more excited about travel, uh, than, uh, than wife of the podcast, Katie Neath. Um, so it's, uh, it's gonna be fun. Um, Julie Monster, do you have a best thing? Yeah. I was thinking about it. My, <laughs> as we all said we would, <laughs> um, uh, I'm so busy. And so, uh, and I'm sleepy, as I told you. But uh, it's uh, my best thing is like I have so much st nice stuff to do mm. that yeah. I, it's none of it. Am I like, oh, I gotta do this? It's just like I'm busy because I there's so much I want to be doing. You're living the dream. Do it all. That's I'm great. Living the dream. Great. That's, that's. I think that's pretty amazing. There, there've been many times in all of our lives when that wasn't the case. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, still, Connie. still very sleepy. My best thing is waking up for. I want to. I'm going to say like the eighth morning in a row, uh, to overcast skies in Los Angeles. Mm. I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. I miss clouds and cloud cover and grayness. And then it goes away, and then the rest of the day is all blue and, and nice like normal. But I, I like that morning when it's still like mm. 7 in the morning and there's it's kind of still dark and it's nice to chilly be, outside. Yeah, yeah nice you, to be a little cozy. Do you think in a British accent? Uh, yes. <laughs> Should I get I, up? <laughs> Should I stay here? I sleep in a... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I sleep in a Burberry coat. <laughs> what am but, I doing in this fucking coat? <laughs> Ty, what's your best thing? My best thing is I had a little bit of an adventure this morning. I went and shot clay pigeons. That uh, son of a bitch. I'm glad you got that yeah, guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. Or his brother, Craig Pigeons. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Honestly, Craig's fine. <laughs> Craig's actually Craig's, Craig's fine. Craig's a super sweet it's, guy. It's tough because Clay He's got those Dairy Queen franchises. Mm-hmm. What if we mm-hmm. lived in a world where you could just say that? I shot Clay Pigeons this morning. That's a of little a bit. bit of an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to this place north of LA called More and More, and they were really lovely. And I didn't know this at all about this experience, but it's set up like a golf course. So there's 14 different stations that you go to, and each one has different paths um, for the uh, clay pigeons. And uh, and then I uh, took home the clay pigeons and cooked them and ate them. Wait, is that it's farm to table? It's just a full. Yeah. <laughs> you've been full, ducking in and out of the restroom since you've <laughs> yeah. full, full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it was really fun. It was scary. I, I'm not entirely comfortable with a gun in my hand. Well, I mean, it, was... it seems like it's a, a real recipe for a disaster if it's set up like a golf course. Just, yeah. just a bunch of <laughs> gu- guy, the guys in the country yeah. club strolling just on. a bunch of people Four? with golf uh-huh. clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but were, did, were you good? Did you get, did you get No, a... I was not particularly good, but I had a good time, and they were very sweet. They were very uh, not stereotypical gun um, gun range oh. folks. I mean, I don't know what the stereotype is really, but just very sweet, very friendly people who are very patient with my inability to shoot anything other than golfers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the, the LAPD is waiting outside your house, and they're being, they're being so polite. <laughs> what a deli- What a delightful episode! Thanks for all the delicious questions and the food, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Mouth Feelings. The show is produced by Wedding Punch and Ryan Middledorf. Artwork is by David Blaze. Music is by Joel Spence, mixed by Jason Murgo, and that's Allison Phillips singing right behind me. Find us on Facebook at Mouth Feelings, or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mouth underscore Feelings. And you can email us at mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. Campfire. <laughs>